Hello from the members of Royce City Methodist Church. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you're blessed by this message today. You're invited to join us for worship anytime. You can learn more about our worship options, locations, and how to get plugged into the life of our church by visiting our website, RoyceCityMethodist.life. Today, we hear from our senior pastor, Reverend Chris Everson. May God bless you as you listen to His Word proclaimed. This is by far my favorite service of the year. Easter's up there because for different things. But, but this is up there because we design this service to show what it is that we are supposed to do. We are supposed to go out and tell the story. We are supposed to go out and let people know who Jesus is and what he has done for each and every one of us. It's so precious to hear the range of our congregation share the Christmas story. Would you just thank them for us this evening for doing that? Andrew, I think I have a little bit of a ring in the microphone. If you can bring it down just a hair, that would be awesome. Would you please go to God in prayer with me? Oh God, we thank you. We thank you for this service. Not because it's a place that we can come and gather, although that's part of it. But we thank you for the service because it is a reminder to us of what you have done, what you will do, and what you will continue to do long after we are gone from this earth. So Lord, we pray that as we celebrate the birth of the Christ child, that you let the words of my mouth and the meditation of each heart here be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. So, if you have your Bibles, I invite you to turn to the Gospel of John, the first chapter, verses 1 through 14. If you don't have your Bibles with you, that's okay. We'll have the words on the screen for you to follow along. Hear the word of the Lord. John begins his Gospel with these words. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and through the world was made through him. The world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, 
children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. There was something that we did when I was growing up. It was the annual Christmas pageant. And at our Redeemer Lutheran Church, we relished this pageant. At least we did as we were growing up. And the thing that we relished the most was we wanted, maybe I should rephrase that, I wanted, <laughs> with all of my being, with everything in my power, I wanted to be Joseph. That was my dream. My dream was to be Joseph because Joseph was the one who got to walk Mary from the back of the sanctuary all the way to the front and stand there in front of everyone while everybody came to the manger. Now, I probably will admit my thought was, well, they come to see me. <laughs> but we really know who everybody was coming to the manger to see. But something happened year after year after year. As I was growing up, I, I didn't have a chance to be Joseph. I wasn't even a wise man. I was one of those leftover kids in, in the children's ministry, and they put me as a shepherd. One of the many shepherds that, that didn't even get to hang around during the whole pageant. They would bring us down the side aisle, we would walk across the front of the sanctuary, and we would go back out because they knew that if they let the shepherds hang out in the front of the sanctuary, all holy whatever would break loose. So each year, year after year, I was paraded down one aisle, across the front of the sanctuary, out the back aisle to sit and eat cookies and watch Charlie Brown's Christmas or whatever in the back. But then, my fifth grade year came along. And I knew that because I was in the fifth grade, I had a bigger shot at being Joseph. I was one of the big kids now. So there was no way in the world that they would relegate one of the big kids to be a shepherd. I could possibly be Joseph. And that fateful day came where my Sunday school teacher walked up to me and said, Chris, we want you to be Joseph this year. I made it. <laughs> Absolutely made it. I was Joseph in the play, but... We were doing it differently this year. It wasn't Mary and Joseph coming down the center aisle so everybody could look at them. It was a shadow box performance. Now, if you know what I mean by a shadow box, we had this big giant screen that was placed in the front of the sanctuary. We were head back in one of the back rooms by up front, and then when it was time for us to come out, we would come out and stand in the shadow box. So the only thing that people could see was the silhouette, and then we were ushered back off again. So I was denied my opportunity to be a big part of the Christmas play, and 
I'm not bitter. <laughs> 40 years later, I'm not bitter at all. But the one thing that I've thought about these 40 years since that opportunity of being part of those Christmas pageants is that honestly the role of Joseph was not the best role. Mary really wasn't the best role. But actually, the best role belonged to the shepherds. And the reason why I say that the best role becomes, belongs to the shepherds is that the shepherds had the opportunity to come and witness the birth of the Christ child, but then they left the manger and they had the opportunity to go out and tell the world what they saw. They were the first evangelist, if you will. They were the ones that after they witnessed the birth of the Christ child, they went out and shared the good news that in Bethlehem, the birth of the Christ child has happened. And because the Christ child has come, the world is completely different. Because of the Christ child, the world today is completely different than it was before the Christ child was born. The word, as we heard in the Gospel of John, became flesh and dwelt among us. The word became flesh and experienced what it was that, that made life. The word became flesh and he laughed. He cried. He mourned. He hurt. And he died. The invitation that we have is to make that introduction known to the world around us that the Christ child makes a difference in our lives. Had a former uh, Episcopal leader, a bishop, that when he came to this area, he started to use a phrase, and that phrase stuck in my mind, and I think it's a perfect phrase for us to remember this evening as we celebrate the birth of Jesus. Whenever he would wrap up his talk, he would say something to this point. He says that God wants you to meet people you don't know so that you can introduce them to the God who loves and cares for them. I'm going to say that again. God wants you to meet people you don't know so that you can then introduce them to the God who loves and cares for them. <clears throat> My friends, that is what I want to be known for. I don't want to be known as a pastor that comes up and and, and shares a message, even though it is part of what I do. But I want to be known as a person who goes out like those shepherds, 
and shares the good news of, of who Jesus is to people that, that I may not even know, but I know that when they are connected, when they are introduced to this God that I know, their lives will be changed. That is the message of Christmas. The message of Christmas helps us to see that before the world was even formed, Jesus was there. And because he was there before the world was born, we can rely on him. Without Jesus, we would be nothing. Without Jesus, we would have this hole in our lives that, that we try to fill with one thing or another. But when Jesus, that hole is filled and we have life, and we have life abundantly. Because of who Jesus is, we have the opportunity to introduce people to who he is and to what he has done, what he continues to do, and what he will continue to do from this time on. It's a part of who we are. And we do that when we serve together. We do that when we allow God's word to, to mold us and to move us and to say, you know, we are here a lot more than just to, to stand in front of a congregation and to make sure that people see us. We are here so that the work that we do makes a difference in the lives of those around us. That's why I am so thankful that as a church, we take a look at this service as a way of how do we reach out to the community around us. And when we take the opportunity to reach out to the community around us, we do things that shares the light that comes from Christ to others. We take up an offering during our Christmas Eve service. And that offering does not stay here at Royce City Methodist Church. That offering, all of it goes to the community. This year, we are partnering with one of our brand new elementary schools. It's an elementary school that's not even completed yet, but it will be completed uh, by the time school starts in September of 2024. And that's the brand new Paula Walker Elementary School. Because we know that our giving is a way for us to share the light of Christ, the light that came so many years ago in that manger, that light that came and changed my life. It changed our lives so that we can share his love and grace with others. So I'm going to invite our ushers to come forward to help receive our offering for this evening. And I want you to know that your giving will make a difference. It'll make a difference to the administrators. It'll make a difference to the teachers. And it will make a difference to the students of this brand new elementary school. And they will know 
that the love of Jesus covers them as we work through this life together. Let us pray. Dear God, we thank you for the way that you bless us. God, we are blessed this evening as we join in this service together. As we hear your word proclaimed in song through the story of the nativity and through the generosity that we have as your people. Allow these gifts to be a blessing to Paula Walker Elementary School, to the faculty, to the staff, to the administration, and to the students, so that they may know that Jesus loves them and cares for them and allows them to be a light of your grace. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.